to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us. We're live in the one thirty hour here in uh, the good old uh, East Coast of the United States. All right. We got a lot of things, uh, a lot of things to to take care of, and I know that uh, uh, you you've always been a huge fan, a huge fan of State of the Union addresses. For you, it's like the Super Bowl, right? The uh, uh, March Madness, <laughs> the Kentucky Derby, and State of the Union addresses, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, those are the, your four. Big days, always right? well, and and the college uh, college Jeopardy tournament always. It's a huge deal for me as well. Always, yeah, yeah, that's good. I, 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 I'm sorry to have left that out. I apologize to all the college uh, college Jeopardy fans. I'm sorry, I'm sorry yeah. about that. Um, so uh, again, uh, I, I reiterate what I said on the previous the state the state of the union address that. They really kind of don't mean anything. They're they're kind of big nothings. Have they outlived and, their usefulness? Have they truly outlived their usefulness? Well, you know, if you want to play the what the founding fathers said exactly. or originalism or exactly. why can't we do it the way they used to? The way they used to do it was it, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. It certainly wasn't on TV before there was TV. But you know, I get the you know. I, I don't know who the first president on radio to do it was probably FDR or somebody like that, whatever Before that you just write a note. You would write a note. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what they would do. It, exactly. And uh, in other words, there, there's no official obligation no. to do what happened. No, it doesn't on, have to be done in the early springtime or the late winter. There's nothing. And, it says the constitution and, and, says he shall from time to time. Right. That's right. what it says and, and, in the constitution. See, this is what, the elite don't understand. All right. Yeah, yeah. The elite don't understand that on Tuesday nights, this time of year, NBC is trying to wrap up. This is us. One of the most honored shows they're, they're trying, but it got knocked out by the Olympics for two uh, weeks. Oh, now it gets knocked out yeah, it's tough. this week by Joe Biden. And America is really angry over yeah. that. America wants to know, yeah, who's going to get What's ass gonna cancer happen on that show? Who's gonna, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's going to get ass cancer on this is us. That's, that's the, right. the great American cliffhanger. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Uh, uh, enough of that. Uh, enough of that silliness. I, you know, the number of people who probably sit there and watch it and hang on every word, it must be really small. I don't care what, the, whatever number they give. Yeah. You cannot possibly sit who who are these people? Who are these people? So I'll tell you what I we had it on. I caught most of the first hour of it, which I think was most of it. it I, I think about ten or fifteen minutes later, it was it was over. Which number one, Biden gets points for not going two hours. Trump was doing that. Did you remember? He would I go remember. on oh, and God. on and on and on. Oh, I remember. And, you know, he he and, and what would we do? We would compare him to Fidel Castro making those interminable speeches to the Cuban people very often outside in 97 degree heat. So, but, but that's what Trump, so it was like a, um, a contest to see who had the most. So Biden didn't have to prove. So at least he didn't go that long. Um, But this idea that you can cover everything, you just fit it all in a little of this, little of that. It, It satisfies no one. It pisses off people who, 
have a topic or a subject that you don't talk about. Oh, you didn't talk about uh, uh, all the things, free college education, get rid of student loans. We're pissed. We're progressives. We're the, all right, so he's, the, the progressives are pissed at him because he didn't bring that up, and he didn't do enough on voting rights, okay? And he, he, and so they're mad at him. And, of course, the, the, the right-wingers, they just suck. Conservatives, they just suck. And uh, here's what I think was the mistake that was made. And uh, you're not a speechwriter. I'm not a speechwriter. But we know media fairly decently. We know radio fairly decently. And what was the one thing, the one thing that we did all the time, no matter where we work, no matter where anybody in radio, no matter what the the game is to get people to listen longer, to Mm -hmm. get them to come back to your show. Correct. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to apologize ahead of time for saying this. Trump was a master of that. Mm. Trump was a, a master of the tease. Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 in two weeks, I'm going to do this. Uh, oh, it, it's coming up. I'll tell you tomorrow. But right. All yeah. that shit. Yeah. And it worked. Okay. So what does Biden do? He comes out and does 11 or 12 minutes, whatever the amount of time all about Ukraine, and everybody is on his side, and he does get the entire room to stand up and applaud because, of course, that's right. But that's it. That's your that's your best material. That's mm. it. I mean, he would have been better off being like a, a, a morning jock on the radio who at, at uh, 6.30 says, coming up at 7.15, your chance to win – Ten thousand dollars. So you got to stay tuned for. Biden could have actually come out, and I'm 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 kidding here on, on the the actual way would have coming up at the end of this speech. I'm going to give you a rousing pep rally about democracy and the wonderful Ukrainian people. But first, childcare. Let's talk about ch- <laughs> let's talk. Okay. I, 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 I'm just in, in general saying that that he put his best stuff out there. And then left it because you knew that everything else he was going to say after that was going to be met with half of the room sitting there stone faced and throwing brickbats at him. He wasn't going to get any applause for anything he was going to say about inflation. And of course, he couldn't say anything real about inflation. All he could say was, well, we're going to drive costs down. That's how we're going to do it. We're not going to depress wages. We're going to drive costs down. Yeah. And no one, no one can walk out of the room and say, hmm, that's yeah, a great one. Let, let's, let's talk. To, it, it doesn't work that way. Can I, show you, I want to show you some poll numbers that blew my mind. Speaking of inflation, I want you to look at that bottom one. This is the CBS News poll before the speech. They asked those people, will uh, the Biden policies help lower inflation? 48% before the speech. Right. So after the speech, sixty-four percent of people was wow. like, "Wait a minute, I'm on board now." Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> that's, you're, that's, you're, so you 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 are at least from a a numerical and and idiotic polling yes, yes. standpoint. I am so wrong. I, I it, could could you please find a a bucket of paint and paint. Brad is wrong. Now, what I would say to that is, you know what that is? That's a that's a perception. People have a perception that some shit could be done and will be done, and it won't be. You know that. I think it's. And I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Joe Biden. I'll defend him 
from here to the, but there's no way that you watch that speech and you thought, well, these things that he's talking about, that's going to do the trick. There's just no way. I'm sorry. And I, and I love the guy. I would vote for him again in a heartbeat, but that's ridiculous that anybody would watch that speech and go from 48. Well, okay. I was, I'm, I've been one over. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's just hilarious. And that tells you just how, how bull- put, bullshit put that back is. up there though. Okay. Put that back up there. Uh, since the other two topics that they they poll on, will Biden's policies help control the coronavirus? Before the speech, seventy percent said yes. Seventy nine percent said no. yes after the speech. So he gained some some traction there, and yeah. he also gained traction on dealing effectively with Russia, according to the people who answered the poll after the speech, and as published by uh, CBS and and YouGov. So c- can we just say? Uh, politely, just horseshit. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I, good. I, now, it's good that it went that direction. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm mad happy. that it went that direction, but, but it doesn't mean anything. You does, can't it, take that to the back. And, and by the way, it. it does speak volumes of how effective and how good that speech was. That was a good speech. I'm not saying it's, you know, again, it's not Kennedy-esque. It's not Lincoln-esque. It's not William Jennings Bryan. Whoever you want to put up there is an orator. It's not Zelensky, obviously, with the shit that he's been putting out the past week or so. That guy's fantastic. But it was a very good speech. Wait. But 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 Britt, you forgot this one thing. What about when he called uh, Ukraine Iran? Iran. Yeah. But, but that mistake. He can't what, talk. He's an old man. About, Get him out of there. What about hamburgers? What, what about hamburgers? Shut up. Yeah. Everybody just shut yeah. the fuck. It was a fine speech. They hit the right points. He didn't make a lot of mistakes. That thing with whatever. But it, they they did the messaging and the images were very, very good. That the Ukrainian stuff right at the top was very, very good. Paying tribute to the Ukrainian ambassador was wonderful. I'll tell you where he hits a home run out of the gate. That the kid. kid. The kid yeah. with the suit. Oh, my God. The type 1 diabetes. Wait a minute. That, I, have an an, I have an answer to that. I have an answer. Oh, if Trump would have done that, you would have killed him. for, for you, you, But when Biden does it, it's brilliant. Who does, who does Trump now? Let, who does Trump decide he's going to highlight? Fucking stupid-ass Rush Limbaugh. Who is no longer with yeah. us and dead. No, you're and, right. And when it comes to little kid versus stupid ass Rush Limbaugh, no. little kid, ding, 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 big winner. That yeah, was a messaging win for this White House, period, zip, end of story, full stop. That was a win, win, Hang on. It's impossible for you and impossible for me not to reference the the uh, last four State of the Union speeches by the the uh, former guy and then compare them. Okay, but let's, let's take that off the table here for a second and just – objectively look what what it accomplishes and also think about who watches i mean the only people that watch that are people who love biden and hate biden yeah. okay that's I it agree. I, you know, I agree. nobody and, and by the way nobody really watches something like that to go you know i haven't heard any discussion or any arguments about anything let me see what the president has to say about this and that. And maybe I can be swayed. I mean, well, it's, it's true. I'm wrong because the poll says, no, he did a fantastic job of debate 101, of <laughs> rhetoric 103, and, and uh, sunny 107.5, where the music is always pleasing to everyone in the office. I don't know. I can't. I, I would if I, I could go door to door and you and I could knock from here till next Wednesday and there's no way we could find one person that went, well, I saw it and I thought what he said in the speech is really going to help lower inflation. We couldn't find somebody, Brad. We could knock on as many doors until our, our hands were bleeding and we would not be able to find someone who would have that opinion that somehow what he said during that speech is going to help lower inflation.
It's, it's not it's not possible. But I give the man his his credit, and you're absolutely right. Nobody goes into these things going, I'm very neutral. I want to see what the president has to say. It's just like nobody goes into the presidential debate going, I am right on the fence. I wonder who's going to win me over tonight. Nobody does that. I'm sorry. That may have happened in some version of America that I'm not aware of, but but it does it doesn't happen anymore. It just doesn't. There's no possible yeah. way. Right. Right. Uh, so we but, need to talk about the we need to talk about the bitch twins. Um, okay. You know, but Britt, I was tempted because there's a bunch of pictures that were taken of uh, Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Reed, and there's a guy sitting in between them. I think he's a Congress. I can't. I don't know who it is, and he doesn't stand up, and he's obscured because of the angle of uh, the pictures. So you can't. But it's almost as if he had his head in his hand and wanted to go. I'd like to be anywhere on earth except <laughs> except part of this visual threesome. Um, uh, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and me, whoever I am. And, and I'm sure we could figure out who that is and can find it, but but the poor guy. And um, a, a, as you know, and, and we're contributing to the problem because remember, if we talk about it, it's what she wants. She'll raise funds off of it. She wants it. Okay. I think that's the, yeah. is, that, is that the African-American gentleman over there? Yes. Yeah, yes. That's the guy yes. Who wishes, he would, wishes yes. he was like getting some popcorn yeah. somewhere. We're, 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 yeah, we're showing a picture right now of uh, Lauren Boebert of Colorado, Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, standing up and, and hooting and hollering, no question about it, at – President Biden, because if this was one of the standing ovation moments, maybe from the Ukraine part of the speech, they all three would be standing up. Correct. So this is a yeah. this is a a a, a, a booing They're hooting. moment. And, <laughs> and uh, you, know, you know, if we can just before we get to what she said, don't you think that rule one, when you're trying to uh, heckle or insult someone is to heckle or insult them? on the topic at hand and be factually correct, at least in your distortion of the the uh, issue that you think that the person deserves to be heckled or hassled about. Well, we agree that that is rule one, right? It should be. It should be. Okay. That's a basic one. That's a basic tenet. Right. So uh, as you know, and, 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 and please feel free to get the exact rundown of, of, of what, what was said. Biden was talking about the the uh, the the damage that yeah. had been done, the physical and mental damage to members of our military over years and years and years and years. Uh, and uh, he got a mention in of his son, Bo Biden, which I know people hate that. Stop talking about him. I don't want to have that goddamn son anymore. Right? They're that <laughs> I want to hear about the mm-hmm. other one, all the coke that he did. Talk about the other right. one. God damn it. Right. right. Um, and so he's talking about that, and uh, uh, then she stands up, right? Yeah. And says, "Well, you sent them there, all thirteen of them. Now the number thir- the, the number thirteen. Remember, yes, you did. Remember, thirteen refers to the number of servicemen who were killed during the evacuation yeah. last summer. Okay. Yeah." Right. In other words, her insult had nothing to do with the fact that Biden was talking about the the horrendous, terrible health problems and damage done 
to our service people. So, so it, it's almost like she came in with a line that she was going to get out no matter what. Okay. And apparently he, he hadn't said whatever he was going to say about the Afghanistan exit, which did you expect him to say anything about the Afghanistan yeah, yeah. exit? Hey, it went great. No, no matter what you yeah, guys did, did a right. really good job there. Right. Right. So he doesn't say anything specifically about that, but she's ready to, 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 to nail him on it. And, and this is how she nails him on something that he, he hadn't been talking about. So here we are. We're talking about the fact that she's a fuck up. Oh, she, okay. but she got booed. She got right. booed mercilessly. Right. She, she got booed out of the building. There were right. no points scored. And the bitch twins look like I, what I put on my Facebook page was if anal fishers had a face, if they were actually people. That's what. And, and, and by the way, by the way, you ready? I saw, I, I, I can't remember on, on which of the things we look at a lot with the comments. Why doesn't Nancy Pelosi kick her out? Why doesn't she do something about her? Okay. That's what they want. Right, because no, of course that's not the issue. It's not about whether Nancy Pelosi oh. gets to discipline and 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 kick out and have voted upon whether someone should be tossed a member of the opposite party. You're supposed to take care of your own. You're you're, and, and of course they're afraid to. They're of afraid they of are. her. They're afraid of, of all. Of them. Okay. They right. mildly right. rebuke Marjorie Taylor Greene when she goes to uh, a white supremacist rally. Right. Oh my God! We can't believe she did that. That was really bad, and we we disavow that. We just disavow that entirely. Yeah. You know that's what they do, right? Right. Right. All right. So anyway, that 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 that's enough. That's enough of that. Dreadful. That Dread, it was it was dreadful. They tried and they they heckled terribly. Uh, speaking of bitches, that Joe Manchin was sitting with the Republicans. Did you enjoy that? Did you like Joe Manchin sitting with the Republicans? Um, so I'm I'm just uh, knock me over with a feather on that one. I'm fucking over this guy. I'm you, know, sorry. you know what? I'm really he, over apparently, this guy. apparently, bipartisanship escapes you, Brit. You <laughs> don't quite understand that if you don't break bread with someone, you can't know what they want to eat. You have to you have to be a part of them to understand them. Right. I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired of yeah. him and trying to. You don't understand. It's what he fucked West Virginia. He fucked the people of West Virginia over and over again with Build Back Better and not approving the plan. Well, and he's tried to come back and try to do a well, brick a brick version of it ever since. And he's got no wait. good reason. The, on Monday, I think it was, uh, under the cover of Ukraine, uh, Joe Manchin cast a vote that was uh, equal to uh, all the other horrendous ones that he either has actually uh, voted on recently or because he's indicated he refused to get on board. You know, they knew they were never going to have 50 for, for a bunch of different things. And everything dies without Joe Manchin's vote. And I think on Monday he voted with all the Republicans to uh, not advance. In other words, not even discuss because, you know, they have this two step process in the Senate. First, you have to vote to actually debate something. It has to pass that, and then they can debate it, and then they can vote on it. But if it doesn't get to, you know past first base, you know you, you're you're never going to get around the the uh, diamond. And I thought I would do a baseball reference there because uh, as you sorry, sorry, um, I think uh, so on Monday, and this of course is legislation that was already passed by the House of Representatives. Um, this was the legislation that would uh, codify a woman's right to choose to have oh, an no. abortion in oh, the United no. States. It was a, it was designed specifically 
to knock back all of these state laws like that crazy one in Texas and uh, the, the copycat laws that are drawn up by the same people being passed all over the country uh, ahead of the Supreme Court possibly peeling back the uh, right even more on a national basis. And uh, very often the answer on social issues is what conservatives always say. Don't get the courts to do your dirty work. If Get a law. It should be. Okay, so this is what the Democrats did. And it would have passed because, you remember, they have 50 plus one. But not if Joe Manchin says, well, I'm a, I, I represent the, uh, the hayseed morons in, in uh, 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 West Virginia who pretend apparently enough and have me convinced somehow that I should not vote in favor of women having control over their own bodies in this particular case. Because, as you know, in West Virginia, no one ever gets pregnant out of wedlock and no married couples ever Right. need to have an abortion for that's various right. reasons. That's right. So that's the last thing I'm going to do. And by the way, as you know, I am a member of the Democratic Party. Are you really? Okay. But anyway, he voted down. And once he did, the legislation died. And it'll never see the light of day. And you didn't hear one word about it. Why? Because of what's going on in the world. But that's what Joe Manchin is doing. That's what he does. Well, now, isn't, this time, isn't it time for one of your classic marriage comparisons? Like the, no. We have to actually talk about talking about the thing. And if we can't agree, we can talk about the thing, then we can't talk about the thing. And that's basically what the vote is, right? Do, do, you, think, do you think that all marriages are run by Senate rules? God, I guess they do in a way. Oh, they they, they kind of do. Because uh, very often, and God, I'm not saying that, that women don't ever say this, yeah. But uh, men say this, I hear very often, that we've already talked about this. We don't need to talk about it again. Why do you keep bringing up X? So that is kind of like Senate rules. Well, I, It is kind of like also, Senate rules. I also recall being filibustered a few times, so maybe there are a lot more Senate rules involved in marriage mm. <laughs> than we thought. Yeah, remember Manchin's, the, supposedly somebody overheard him saying this, and it's been repeated widely, that the reason he wouldn't go for extending the, the child tax credits is because people in West Virginia were, were using them to buy drugs. You're, you've heard this several times, right? Well, that, isn't, that just, isn't that just a fact? Isn't he right about that? I mean, he says it so often, he has to be right. So let's fuck everybody. Let's just screw everybody. The people that are actually using that money to, I don't know, buy food. I'm sorry. It's too bad. Somebody over across the hill from you is out buying oxy with it. So you kidding. That, that, that could be the all time. Somebody said it on Fox. No, 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 no. Once. And no, he, no, and no, he no, went no, with no, it all no, the way, no, no, right? No, 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 no. That's that's that that's been repeated by several folks, not on Fox. That's been repeated by several folks on on both sides of the media about him hearing that there were folks in West Virginia that used that money for drugs. I think I, I think even some of the progressives in the in the Democratic Party have thrown that at him too. It's been widely reported. Well, I, well I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that Fox is the only one that said that he said that. Everyone yeah. said that he said that. I'm saying where did it originate in his head? Oh, yeah. I, again, and, who knows? Think about that. That's yeah. another one. Yeah, it's like I don't know if he heard this at some stupid junket at some you know some diner in Bluefield or some shit. Right. All of a sudden that's I'm, not I'm more willing to bet. I'm more willing to bet that at eight oh eight on a given weekday night, the uh, eight o'clock host. Yeah. On Fox News, did a whole thing about it. I'm, yeah, I'm more right. willing to bet yeah, than he yeah. than he than he heard a, a, at a uh, a diner in in Bluefield, West Virginia. I'm Somebody. I'm more than willing to go with that.
that motherfucker at 808 who is like the Swanson's family heir who has no idea about what's going on in West Virginia at all may have actually said that and it imprinted in that dumb son of a bitch's head. That that may, but I'm so happy that he sat with his Republican buddies. He sat next to Mitt Romney last night. A couple yeah, of more right. stupid poll. Let's go to a right. couple more stupid poll numbers here mm-hmm. on Russia. According to this CBS <laughs> poll, uh, Biden's speech was about right. 65%, not tough enough, said 30%, 5% said too tough. That was the that was the poll number for that one. And the other stupid poll number is going to be the speech made you feel the U.S. was likely to stay out of the war. Two-thirds of people saying that, and one-third of the people polled saying get involved in the war, Brit, whatever Brit, that means. I, I'm, I'm going to beg you. Stop putting these poll numbers up. These, these. Qu- okay, you ready? You ready? You want a hypothetical? I got a hypothetical because those are all, you know, what do you think is going to happen because of what? Exactly, it's bullshit. Try this. What if? And and I think we can agree that at some level, Putin is a cornered rat. Oh sure, he's a cornered rat, right? And to what extent he's not of sound mind? To what extent? Uh. He listens to anybody ever about anything. We think we know, but we're not sure. And with the leveling of the nuclear threat last weekend and several times since then, not just by him, but by other members of the Russian government, try this. Because I was thinking about this about an hour ago. Because we're, you know, right now, right now, nothing has happened to the United States directly. Yes. The price of gasoline went from three fifty nine, maybe to three seventy five today. We, I understand that, but uh, in, in terms of the kind of hardship that uh, people in Russia are going under right now, what's happened to the citizens of Ukraine? You know, another fifteen cents a gallon. Yes, it's it's a lot. It's it's painful. Your, it is. Your children. Your children may starve. I understand that. <laughs> Don't dismiss it like that. You can't. I'm not. Speak. I know. I know. But if, if you want to play the comparison game, but wait a minute. Wait. Wait. wait, wait. You do that again, and I'll throw another poll up there, pal. I'm not a politician. I'm not running for office. Okay. Right. Because the next thing you know, I'm going to whip out the the real price of gasoline. Oh, right. uh, inflation uh, adjusted. Uh, inflation adjusted price. At, at $4 a gallon, what is it really compared to what it was 20 years ago? Oh, and I'm not going to do that. But wait, here's here's the point. What if now Putin, who has the walls closing in on him as his military is not performing up to snuff, what if the stories are true that, that some Russian soldiers are laying down their arms? What if it's true that so many of them who did not even fucking know they were being sent to Ukraine, who thought they were going on some training mission, to uh, you know the south of France, and they w- wake up in Ukraine uh, in some stupid ass convoy, and the Russian soldiers are are faced with Ukrainian men and women and children telling them to turn around and go home, get the fuck out of our country, brother. What what if that's all true, and the blowback inside Russia really increases? So Putin has one card to play that is not nuclear, and. It is to shut down the United States of America, lock, stock, and barrel. What if he says that in five days, and you can't stop it, the software is already in there, the malware is is already everywhere, don't even try to get rid of it. If you try to get rid of it, it'll be worse. That in five days, 
all the electricity in the United States is going to be turned off. What do we do? We have five days, five days to get our affairs in order. And the country is going to go back to 1650 because that's where we would be. There would be no financial service. There would be nothing. You you couldn't buy gas. Okay. Every gas pump in the world runs on electric. Nothing would work. So what would we do if he said that? It's not a nuclear bomb, but it has the same effect. What would we do? Uh, blame it on the windmills, Brad. Obviously, it's the, uh, the it's the AOC and the green energy people that are to blame for all of that. I don't know what we would do. I guess we I know, would. But that's what I'm saying. It, it's like he's inviting us. Oh, sure. He's inviting us to go nuclear first. I, if, well, you're, we you're don't hearing. Do, we, we pledge to never do a nuclear first strike. I mean, oh, the United States sure. would never do a nuclear first strike. But in terms of, a, you, you hear these stories all the time. we got to update the grid. we got to do something about the grid. Where the grid is, you know, it's running on. Uh, I mean, for, for, yeah, but forget the blame game at this point. There's, too, there's no it's too point late. In, in, in figuring it's too out late. We're, we're days to go. Uh, you know, why didn't the Johnson administration get on it when we told him to? Why, why did that, that's not that's not going to work? It, it was, but this is like the, the movies where the asteroid is coming to Earth. OK, what what do we do? I, I'm just I'm just trying to come up with a hypothetical that actually. Is possible, I get, you know, I, I you know, they've done that to other countries. Well, and, they, and the idea they, behind they that is on parts of other countries, 100 percent. What he wants us grid. to do immediately is to panic. That's what he wants us to do. And that would be the idea right. behind that. That's Putin is very smart. He understands American culture about as well as any American. He knows what's going on. And he knows that there, there's a lot of friction in this country right now. And people are looking for an opportunity to turn on their neighbor. They're looking for that right now. And if the power goes out for an extended period of time, it's time to start stabbing your neighbor to death and taking their pantry. That's, I mean, that's, that's going to be, that, that, that's what he's hoping for. And some people will panic. I, I, I don't like want that. reality there. You're, you're giving me a dose of reality. I don't want that. <laughs> I, 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 again, hope is not See, a strategy, but I hope that doesn't happen. No, because you're right. But the first thing that will happen is Jane will say to me, I told you we shouldn't have gotten a goddamn generator. You're too cheap. That, I believe that is what would, uh, what would happen. Uh, they've they've addressed some of this stuff, and, and this is just a Band-Aid, but they've opened up the strategic oh, oil stop. reserve. This, this is the kind of shit that is nothing. It is nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> U.S. and allies agree to release 60 million barrels of oil from their reserves. I agree that it's nothing, but it's one of those things that we have to do to make it look like the people in charge give a shit. You know, it's something that the people remember the strategic government and then they do it, and then all of a sudden it doesn't really lower the price of gasoline or anything like that, and then they wonder why. But it's just something you kind of do to make it look like you care you're doing something. That's that's what I think is. I think that's what that is. Brett, I just typed this in while you're talking. Yeah. How much oil is used in the U.S. per day? Answer, United States consumes an average of 20.6 million barrels of oil a day. So uh, you're, you're, you're a math whiz. Divide 20 into 60. What do you get? It's going to be about three. Three days. It's about three. Exactly. Woo! So just, just stop it. Just stop this. But this, is, this is always, again, you have to do it. Because otherwise they go, why aren't you doing the strategic oil reserve? Why aren't you doing it? That's that's what they say. 
And then Trump has already criticized Joe Biden for doing it quizzically because he did it himself. <laughs> it's just there's a lot of bizarreness going on. You're right. It's a complete Band-Aid at best. It's not really going to do anything. It's not going to lower the price of gasoline, but it's one of those things you can point to and they can say, look, I care. I, I care. And it's not just him. It's people around. It's other countries around the world. Look how much we care. We release this and that's going to put more supply and that's supposedly going to drive the price down, but it's not really going to. Who's a, but who's actually saying what you just said? The oh, answer is nobody. Then, then why? No, about driving, about, about why? Oh, why? You're, you're right. It, it's obviously for optics only. Exactly. It, 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 it's for optics only. And uh, I'm, what is the North Carolina state slogan to to be rather than to seem, or is it As to a, seem rather than to be? Which to is be, it? to be rather than to seem? As a quam okay. dere, if you will. Right. Okay. So this is the opposite of that. This is to seem yeah. rather than to be. They didn't right? teach us. It is the opposite of the state they, they, they didn't teach us fuck all about the Wilmington riots. We get to learn some Latin thing that really defines the state right there. Yeah, that, that's a quam videre. That's some right. bullshit that I retrained from us. Right, but, from but us. you know, I guess translated that means be real, be yeah. real, yeah. and and just don't make shit up for for uh, you know for the fun of it. Uh, and I. I just hate these these stories. I I hate the fact that uh, this is the kind of stuff that number one, it's not going to work in actuality, and number two, it opens it opens uh, itself up to the kind of brutal criticism that I'm leveling at it right now. That is uh, completely completely true. Um, but on the other hand, you are right. Any president would probably do the same thing. But my recollection is that the Strategic Oil Reserve, which was developed after the 1973 Arab oil embargo, which really uh, uh, put us back and we had gas lines and it was really, really bad, um, that we wanted to have uh, enough oil set aside for X number of Days and I think it was even it was supposed to last a month or two. So that there are hundreds of millions, I do believe, hundreds of millions of barrels stored. I think down there in Louisiana. Uh, so sixty million is is a very small part of it, but right. it's really designed. It's really designed for uh, an emergency based on supply, and we don't really have that. It's not we don't have a shortage of of oil. We, we've got it. It's just costing a lot more because. There's less of it overall. Prices up. Yeah. So this is an inappropriate use of the strategic oil reserve for a for a reason that is very political. That I understand. All presidents are. I, I mean, I understand that. What, but what's it's the irony? Just, it's just nothing. It's the just irony nothing. is it, it won't improve his stature at all. He won't get one more percent. Exactly. Right. It, it won't help. It won't get him one more vote. Right. It won't. It, it, the the no. approval rating won't go up one point. But it's and, just, and not only that, when, when the price of gas goes from three fifty nine <laughs> to three seventy nine, up right. twenty cents. And you say, well, you know, if we hadn't released the oil from the strategic oil reserve, it wouldn't have gone up just 20 cents. It would have gone up 23 cents. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter. It's just not going to matter. This is on the margin. Hey, you see this breaking news story? Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich says he's going to sell his English soccer team, uh, Chelsea, 
<clears throat> in the best interest of the club, the fans and the employees, as well as the club sponsors and partners. Hey, Britt, you know what I'll do? I'll watch NBC Sports. That's all they have is soccer all weekend long. I love it. Sorry. You, do you want my Peacock um, password? I'd be able to hook you up with that. This is they've had, they've had several debates in uh, Parliament about Roman Abramovich and freezing his assets and shit, and he's basically just saying, I'm out, before he gets screwed over. Uh, and God bless Great Britain for you know having this guy on the run. Fuck this guy. Didn't didn't a Russian guy own the New Jersey, now Brooklyn Nets? Wasn't that a Russian guy? Yeah, I don't know if he ended up selling that or not, but there was a Russian guy who owned the the Brooklyn Nets. By the Mm. way, don't forget, Brooklyn with a host of the men's ACC tournament starting. (laughs) You're getting a plug in there? Sure. (laughs) The New York Life, 222. (laughs) And uh, that's going to be more impactful upon everybody's wallet than the 60 million uh, gallons of oil, barrels of oil. Jerome Powell says rates are headed higher even as Ukraine poses uncertainty. He says, you know, inflation needs to be controlled. In order to do that, we're going to have to raise some interest rates. That's one of the actions that we're taking. And that's going to be something that's going to impact people's everyday lives and their pocketbooks more than as we were just talking about the strategic oil reserves being released. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, I've, I've said this more than once. So that means I'm going to say it again which of uh, all the people that Trump appointed, a very few of them are still you know, at the top of governmental positions, very few of them, if any, but one who is because he gets a five-year term is the chairman of the Federal Reserve. And this is J. Jerome Powell, who Trump appointed. And uh, he's up for... Um, you know, he's been renominated. Biden renominated him, and and he's gonna he's gonna go through. He'll he'll have the gig for another five years. But I've said this many times. I think he's been pretty much the smartest guy in the room most of the time. Even when at the moment, sometimes he gets blasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the time, he he knows how to thread the needle, and he, he says the right things. And uh, for instance, today what he announced and and what he's doing again as you know i'm an expert economist i do have uh economics as part of my uh three-pronged useless major from ohio state which that means that means i took three or four courses in economics (laughs) instead of just one (laughs) i know nothing um uh but the one thing and you you know this the market hates uncertainty. They can't stand uncertainty. Hang on, right. let me write this down. I have to notate yeah. this. Right, but I mean, that's one of the you know the great cliches, and sure. it's a cliche because it's essentially true. It is yeah, true. It is. And uh, on Wednesday, you could say it was a clarifying day and a an appropriate um, set of facts that were put out there by the Federal Reserve Chairman, and he said, this is what we're going to do in a couple of weeks. And you know what that did? That reduced uncertainty, because people now know. Here's what he's going to do. He's going to raise the interest rates by a, a quarter of a point. Right? And this is what's going to happen. So what happened? Oh, the stock market went, oh, it went into the toilet. It went, cr- oh, my God, everybody. No, it's up 700 points as we speak early this afternoon, because people like like certainty. How long will that last? Oh, how long does it take you to bake a cake? Okay. Because, you know, some bad news from, from Ukraine yeah. or, or, or something. We, we understand that, but 
this is the the initial response, and I think Powell is playing it right. And you know, he's not predicting he can end inflation instantly. He can't end it in in six months or a year with interest rate hikes. He knows that, but he's trying to do the right thing and 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 keep the economy from going into a recession. Hey, there's how you beat inflation, Brit. You know what? If everybody stops driving tomorrow, yeah, you know what will happen to the price of gasoline? It'll go way down. It'll go, it'll go right back down like it did uh, uh, two years ago at the beginning of the pandemic when oh. everybody stopped driving. What was the 20, price of gas? Was like a dollar ten? Yeah, we, well, 2008, yeah. 2009, that gas was fucking really cheap. <laughs> right. So, and, and I'm not Jay Powell, so I can say this, and you hate to be this this stark about it, but all right, so what do you want? Do you want cheap gas, but no job and no ability to do anything and no money really to spend? Or do you want a job with higher gas prices, but at least a job to go to and the chance that with some appropriate policies and with the normalization of supply chains, which now are farther off into the, into the future because of Ukraine and the Russians, they've really fuck this up they've they've thrown sand into the gears here mm, and our sanctions are, are they're they're gonna they're gonna yeah. and i think that's the mistake that joe biden made he he didn't he didn't act like a war president in the way we're in a war but we're not in the war mm. okay it's fair. and, and, and it's a fair he, he, didn't, he didn't he didn't say because i guess they're afraid to say it politicians are just afraid to say it this is going to cost you and you're, I'm asking you to sacrifice. And if you do that, then all the fucking Republicans and uh, people like to, what wh- I'm supposed to sacrifice for people in Ukraine? I can't even pronounce their names. Yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with me? And so no president now, uh, short of when we do have boots on the ground, well, then we can start to sacrifice because we're going to be sacrificing with blood. So, yeah. okay, we can sacrifice some treasure too. But since we're not, he didn't do that. And I, I think that, that uh, you know, because inflation could spiral out of control more than we know. We don't know. You think seven percent's bad? You'll you'll really love eleven or twelve. Okay, it, it, it could, could happen. happen. It could happen. It could happen. You know, and, I think what you're saying is correct, but I also think there's this again this nostalgia for oh, I wish we had somebody who would tell it like it is, like Ronald Reagan, Harry Truman, FDR, Teddy. You know, just name your your. No, nobody wants that. Nobody wants the guy that's going to say, look, I can release these strategic oil reserves. It ain't going to do shit. It's just window dressing. So sorry, I'm not going to do it. And nobody can go and say to these people, yeah, I'm sorry, your gas prices are going to go up. I can't really help that right now because this asshole over in Russia decided he wanted to bring back the good old 70s and 80s. He can't say that to people. People really don't want to hear hard truth. I don't don't think think you wouldn't do it that way. If you're going to do it, you would have to frame it in a a lesson to Americans who apparently have forgotten that in the uh, wonderful world of democracy and freedom, we're not in the top tier right now. And if you're going to sit back and admire President Zelensky and the Ukrainians for standing up against the Russians to maintain the freedom of their country and maintain the integrity of their borders and 
again, we see this all the time. People who come to this country seem to understand freedom way better than we do. They understand sometimes capitalism way better than we do. And they understand democracy better than than we do because we take it for granted. It's just here. It's in the air. And we don't have to worry about it. We'll be able to breathe it tomorrow. It'll be fine. So uh, if, if you're going to ask the American people to sacrifice, yes, you do have to explain why. And uh, you know what I'm going to do when I get some time later today? I want to go back and I want to see what, what FDR was saying in 1939 and 1940 and 1941 leading up to uh, Pearl Harbor and the official entrance of the United States into the war. Because remember, for the, for the couple years before that, what were we doing? We were supplying arms to the world, yeah, our friends, land leased with the Brits. And, and you know, we were already, we were doing that uh, way more explicitly than we, we did with, with uh, Ukraine because, you know, we had a president for the last four years who really didn't want to do that. Correct. Um, and now pretends that he did. Yeah. And he's just lying about it. He lied about it then. He lies about it now. Uh, if you're a, a Facebook fan of mine, you will see in the post below where we are uh, on this day, an article from 2016, four months before the election, where Trump had explicitly removed from the de- the Republican platform of 2016. That's right. There actually was one then. Yeah. Remember, in 2020, there was no platform. Don't need it. In 2016, four months before the election, he had removed from the Republican platform that defensive weapons should be sent to Ukraine. Why did candidate Donald Trump not want Ukraine to be able to defend itself against Vladimir Putin and Russia four months before he was president? Hmm. Oh, I know. That was just part of the Russia hoax. No, it wasn't a hoax at all. And we still don't know the extent to what Donald, you know, maybe this is how we're going to find out how in debt to Russia Trump is with these sanctions when they blow up and these banks go out of business and they call in whatever loans they have. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That, that could be an inadvertent bonus we'll get from from the sanctions. Oh, um, that was yeah. They've got they they're talking about seizing yachts and all their freezing billions yeah. and all that other. I, I love that shit. If you love socialism, if you love grabbing people, wait, hey, wait, you're Brent, let me ask you this guy. I know, but you're you're a big fan of cops. On cops, do they ever do they ever show the the uh, thing where they sell off, you know, shit that they they get from the drug dealers, you know, the paraphernalia, the the houses, the boats, the cars. I they, they, yeah, I don't think they did that. But, but okay, not on that show, but you know, that does, hey, they it. do have I'll those trailers. It does yeah. go on. So Jet skis, that, trucks, cars, all that shit. Would that be the greatest thing if, if, if uh, this stuff got grabbed? And, oh. and this wouldn't just be the United States, right? Because they've, no, they've no. tried to move this stuff all around the world. Hey, today at the Isle of Wight, there'll be a great concert. We have a great concert there and a massive sale. And of course, because of the internet, you can have people bidding for this shit. Of course you can. Uh, not physically there. Right. There was, there was a wonderful film, uh, television film on ABC back in the, I believe, it was late seventies, early eighties, called Americathon. I believe John Ritter was the president of the United States, and they were raising money for America because we were so fucking broke. Wouldn't it be great to have Tom Hanks has a big, been a big supporter of Biden? Have him host the, the auction. Have him host this, some of the auction auction stuff off that goes to the charities, and then maybe some of those people in West Virginia will get some of that money that Joe Manchin couldn't help out with. Maybe that would be helpful for America. 
I, I like Hanks, but but you know this really calls for for game show hosting skills. So you might you might want to go to old standby Pat Sajak, hey, but he's Pat a right winger. Sajak. He's a right winger. He might like Putin. We don't know. Have you seen him? Know. Have you seen him trying to get his daughter a gig on that show? Have you seen him trying to show her off and get her some? Uh, no, some no, she's he, no. he does. She does little cut-ins and promotional announcements. I think she's an uh, aspiring singer or actress or something so like that. that. Or is Lovely it, you gotta, girl. Gonna try to uh, uh, get her installed there b- yeah. before he uh, pushes out Vanna White. Is that She's the whole the, deal? She may be the next Ivanka Trump. She may be Ivanka Sajak. 